This is Adrian Benson, the Mobilizer. Mobilizer, ready to turn your goals and your dreams into impactful action steps of forward movement. Are you ready? Let's go. This is the bonus podcast for our series, Begin Anywhere. And in our podcast series, we have been focusing on eight action steps for moving forward. Today, we are thrilled to have our special guest with us. In this podcast, we have Ms. Sarah Coleman-Lee, who is with us today, very successful woman. And Ms. Sarah, how are you doing today? I'm doing absolutely great, Adrian. Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sarah, please introduce yourself to our listeners. Most definitely, Adrian. As you stated, I'm Sarah Coleman-Lee. I'm the broker associate of Charleston's Best Home Team with the Agent on Realty Company. I'm a United States Air Force retired veteran of 22 years. I am the founder of Women's Destined for Greatness, which is a women's organization. And I'm also the recent author of The Power to Unleash the Woman Within. Awesome. Sarah is indeed a powerful woman here who I am honored to know. Sarah, as we've been talking in these previous podcasts, we talked about the fact that it is so important for individuals to stop, pause, and to look and see what they're passionate about. As they're discovering what they're passionate about, to make a decision that they're no longer going to just sit and reflect, but it is now time to take action. We talk about the fact that you don't have to take one million steps right away, but just taking small steps in order to get to that goal completion. So Sarah, can you share with us, you know, what were the small steps that you took? What was your experience like taking small steps in order to reach your goals? Well, um, to begin with, uh, I will come from this perspective, as we discussed, you know, we all wear so many different hats, Adrian. Mm -hmm. So I will come from the, from, from the perspective of the Women's Destined for Greatness uh, Mm -hmm. organization. And Adrian, I can honestly remember as though it was yesterday when I first had the vision of forming a women's conference. And I didn't necessarily see it as a women's conference. I just knew that I wanted to host an event or to create an opportunity for women to come together to be enriched, encouraged, and empowered to be the best version of who they were created to be. Yes. I felt called to pursue this particular dream because I spent years of my own life not operating to my full potential. And for a long time, Adrian, I felt that I was unhappy. But it was later that I realized I wasn't unhappy. That really was not the problem. The problem was that there were certain areas in my life in which I didn't feel completely fulfilled. Wow. So it was that feeling, yes, Adrian, of knowing within that God had placed more within me, although I may not have understood completely what it was to be. Yes. So as we all know, and as you and I've discussed many times, our goals and our dreams that are left undone, they do come back around to us in different times and different seasons. Yes. And that was the case uh, with the Women's Conference. You know, there were several times and several seasons that it came back to me. But I can clearly remember, Adrian, I was coming from an appointment and driving on I-26 one day when Mm -hmm. the vision of this conference hit me like a lightning bolt. And it was was that particular day that I did decide, as you stated, to start small. I decided that day to sit down, 
have a think session with myself. I grabbed a pen and some paper and I began to brainstorm. And those were the beginning steps of Women's Destined for Greatness. I love that. I love that. I love the fact that you said that things come to us in different seasons, right? Mm-hmm. So there are going to be some times where you may have that vision and maybe at that moment, all the doors aren't open for you to totally proceed. But don't be afraid because it will come back and yes. the right time will, will produce itself. So Sarah, what were some of the mindsets that were important for you to have when it was time for you to actually start taking the first steps? Some of the mindsets um, I would say that I had, one of the first and biggest mindsets for me, aging, was honestly not being afraid. Because I think anytime we embark on new territory, anytime we do things that are outside our comfort zone, uh, uh, there's a tendency for fear and doubt to set in. Mm. So as I previously mentioned, the vision of the conference had come to me on different occasions, but I didn't take action, you know, and I realized later on when I truly assessed myself that my lack of taking action was due to a sense of fear and doubt from the very beginning. You know, can I do this? Would I be able to pull this off? I don't feel like I have what it takes. I feel like I don't have all the money or all the people or all the resources. So the biggest challenge I felt I face in which I think a lot of us face in different uh, goals and dreams that we strive to pursue is number one, being able to just walk past the fear. Mm, Walk past it. (laughs) <laughs> yes, walk past the fear. I always say, Adrian, that fear is a very distressing emotion. Mm-hmm. And when it loud, it is allowed, it can definitely stop you in your tracks. Mm-hmm. But I have had to come to an understanding that what I fear even more so than accomplishing my goals mm-hmm. is the fear of the regret when I look back mm-hmm. over my life someday. The regret of missed opportunities, the regrets of wasted time, and most importantly, I never want to regret not showing up in the world and being authentically me. Mercy, I tell you, I think everybody who's listening right now can definitely relate to that. I love the acronym for fear, this acronym, false evidence appearance. Yes. That's something that I keep in my head all the time because I find, Sarah, that so many times we're afraid of things that never happen or never will take place. We have all these conversations in our mind. We create scenarios and they're not real. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're not real. And you know all we need is a little bit of rope and we can we can start we can start creating some scenarios now. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. You you know, and yet we live in a day and age right now where for almost anything that anybody wants to do, there's somebody out there who has already done it and is looking to mentor or help somebody, or there's somebody out there who's willing to stand and walk beside you on that journey. So, you know, what those things, listeners, those things that you are holding on to right now that is causing you to be afraid, listen, Sarah just said, don't even play the radio. Like, don't even stand there and engage with that fear. Walk past it. I love that. Sarah, what were some habits? And you know, there's always habits for successful people, right? You are successful. What are some habits that you found that you had to put in place as you were taking steps on your successful journey? 
One of the major steps that I had to put in life that I have found that still is something I have to do today, Adrian, has to do with consistency. Mm. Because it's always easier to start something than it is to finish, regardless of what the dream of the goal is, whether yes. it's losing weight or whether it's building a business. Yes. It's always an exciting moment when you begin, but what happens along the way is the momentum thing to die down as you move mm. forward. So mm-hmm. one of the biggest habits that I've had to put in place, and, and it's critical to me, whether it's Women's Destined for Greatness or my business, is to stay consistent. And the key about staying consistent, when you can stay consistent, you feel when you're off course. Mm-hmm. You can feel a shift, you know, yes. and that's when you find your weeks or your days can be a little bit more hectic because then you realize, okay, something happened. Okay. I didn't follow my usually my usual pattern of doing things. Mm. So it kind of pulls you back in and that's what I find. So that has been number the number one habits for me yeah. is to um, yes, to be consistent. To be consistent. I love that. To be consistent. Yeah. Sarah, question for you. Do you have a mentor? And if you do, um, what's the value in having a mentor? Yes, uh, accountability, Adrian, I truly do feel that whenever you are striving to tackle big goals and big dreams, first and foremost, I always believe that no one succeeds alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, no one succeeds alone, especially when you're tackling major goals and dreams. Yeah. And I've had an, always had an accountability partner. And when I say accountability partner, it, you know, we're talking about someone that can help you grow someone that can help hold you to your commitment and i think it's absolutely critical yes yes i learned early on in my journey agent the importance of having an accountability partner and i also learned that i function at a higher level of commitment and efficiency when there is a level of accountability in place Yes, yes. I, I definitely have found the same thing. I think it's always good to have different voices, positive voices, voices that you, but also voices mm-hmm. that will challenge you. <laughs> so many yes. times when it comes to, I have found that when it comes to getting started with anything, the, p- part of what I know that I get fearful of, Sarah, is vulnerability. What if I put my best work out there and people don't like it? Mm. or that somebody is going to give me that you're afraid of that constructive criticism but I find when I allow myself to be vulnerable I get to grow because people challenge me they challenge me to do better they challenge me not to just be average or mediocre but to continue to rise and uh, so I agree with you having uh, accountability having peer review having people coaches that will challenge yes so important Yes, that's another thing. I mean, Agent, I I think um, for years, I know in my real estate business, I put off having a coach. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, again, it's easy to put off having coaches, accountability partners, men- mentors, because we already know that there is going to be a level of commitment, you know, and so mm-hmm. then you got to make up in your mind, okay, if I'm utilizing this person's services, oh my gosh, I got to commit, you know, because I got to make this thing work. But uh, I had my first coach when I was about two years in into my business. 
And I think from that moment on, I've always had a coach at some time. Now, my coaches change with my seasons. I might have went two years in, had a coach, and I feel like I had developed enough to help my business to progress. But then there came another level of my life, which is even where I am right now, that I see my business growing in another on another level in a different season. Mm-hmm. So I've had to now go back and, and obtain another coach to yes. get me from the level that I'm currently at until my next mm-hmm. level. Well, so you're always growing. Always growing. Always growing. I love that. Sarah, how did you go about building your team? Nobody works alone, or rarely do we work alone, right? What What are things mm-hmm. that you considered as you looked at building your team for the different platforms in which you, you're working? Well, first and foremost, oh my gosh, as I say, uh, when something could be a five-hour conversation, I always used to turn, that's a latte conversation. Adrian, that's a latte conversation. <laughs> you know, I, I still don't know. I would like to think I've gotten much better. And I do thank God for that because you it's with anything else in life, we grow in grace, right? You know, I can remember when I first started, whether it was my business or when it's destined for greatness, you know, I didn't have the skill set or I didn't have the eye to really know how to hone down on uh, bringing the right person in with the right skill set. Because, you know, sometimes you're at a point, you're just looking for help. Yes. But I think in looking for help, what I found is, there was times when I really began to realize, okay, this person may not be a good fit or this person is a good fit, but not in this particular area of what I'm trying to accomplish because we all bring different skill sets. And oh my gosh, I find that it is so challenging sometimes when you're trying to fit the right person for the right task. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's, it's really has been like a balancing act, like walking on that tightrope, you know, <laughs> because the thing is, I've, I've hired or brought some people in to work with me that was the right fit. I brought people in that were not the right fit. Yes. But what I've had to do was go back, readjust, you know, and pick back up and start over again. So yeah. I think the biggest thing about building any team or any group of people around you to support you is again, you don't know all the answers up front, but you learn the lessons that you need to learn along the way. Yes, yes, I totally agree with you. And I find sometimes when it comes to building a team, you have to be willing to listen and stay aware. And don't be afraid of no. <laughs> sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes in building a team, no is is the right answer. And being able to to have that voice to do it in a way that's respectful and positive that still allows people to be able to to understand that they still have value, but no is this is just not going to work and it's okay. And it's Yes. Okay. Yes. The the thing I like to think about Adrian is in all honesty, and you definitely get this with us both being military related, mm-hmm. uh, whether we were operating in uniform or whether we we're operating because uh, we we're building a team because we we're trying to build an event or build a podcast or whatever we're trying to do, whatever we're trying to accomplish, we're standing in a leadership role to that thing. Yes. So it's always important 
of I've learned for me to remember that regardless of what it is, you know, like my women's organization, it may not be work related, but I am still in the position of leadership in that yeah. role. So yeah. I have to be willing, like you said, to listen, but I also have to know when to be silent, but I also got to know when to speak and not be afraid to step up mm. and take that position of leadership to make the best choices that I can. Yes, yes, most definitely. I love that. So, Sarah, nobody's perfect. Along the way of our journeys, we all end up making mistakes or sometimes the results don't turn out the way we would like them to turn out. Throughout your journey, how have you been able mentally and emotionally to deal with mistakes or failure? Ooh, I take conversation, I take conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adrian, that is such an amazing question. Um, and some of the things that I missed, and I'm going to try to narrow this down because really, after 12 years of business, Women's Destined for Greatness, 10 years, uh, there have been honestly so many mistakes I've made. And on an emotional level, I think the biggest thing that I've had to come in to um, get used to or to overcome, Adrian, is the fact that it's okay. You know, it's okay. Mistakes are going to be made. We're going to fall down along the way. The thing is, is in order to win, is to just to stay in the game, you know. But it's okay to fall short. Yeah, it's okay to fall short. Uh, two of the things I do want to mention real quick that I feel that uh, were mistakes that I've made. And uh, they were pretty costly mistakes. That's why I mentioned these two. And one of them was not making measurable goals. And, mm. you know, even though we hear things over and over and we go to conferences over and over, you got to make measurable goals. We've got to make measurable goals. We have yes. a tendency to not do so. You yes. know, because it's just so, so, so much easier to just say, I want to lose weight. Versus mm. versus quantifying it and saying, I'm going to lose 25 pounds, right? Uh, being perfect. Yes, or it's easier to say, you know, I'm going to increase my business profit by 10%. And sometimes mm -hmm. when we say 10%, we really don't even know what the measurement is for when we hit that number at 10%. Yes. So yeah. there's been times within my business and when it comes to women's destined for greatness in which I think uh, one of my biggest mistakes was I made my goals too vague. So yeah. in the past, you know, as I said, I'm even when it comes to the conference, there was times that I said I wanted to host a women's conference. But yeah. now I understand that I want to host a women's conference that connects women to other women and provide them yeah. with resources that can assist them with their personal and prof professional development. So you can see the difference. Yes. Yeah. And I think because my goals were so vague, I wasn't really hitting the mark of what I was truly trying to accomplish. And the second one that I do want to bring up real quick is you kind of hinted on this earlier, but this has been a, a huge factor in whatever goal or dream I try to pursue, Adrian, and that's not learning to say no mm. to other opportunities. Boy, oh boy, oh mm. boy, this one is huge. So yeah, talk to us about. I'm going to say, forgive me for a minute, because I may camp out right here for just a minute, please Adrian, do, because camp I out. think this one trips us up. 
Because when we're saying yes to one thing, what we have to realize is that we're saying no to something else, right? No. Mm. So there's only 24 hours in a day and we all have the same amount of time. So Mm -hmm. how do we decide? How do we best utilize our 24 hours? And Mm. Adrian, it took me a while to truly comprehend this is I did a lot of things and I'm sure you have as well you know we're people person I love people love helping people assisting people doing things for people but I was also one of those people that also felt like oh my gosh there's not enough hours in the day to get things done you know (laughs) or therefore (laughs) I would have to you know have tasks that I was due to accomplish in March and this thing I know March was June and June was July, right? And so forth. Mm -hmm. So again, as we stated before, many things in life comes back around in season. So I thank God for repetition. And I will never ever forget, um, Adrian, my aha moment, even though I had heard so many times before about the importance of saying no, my aha mm-hmm. moment came when I attended a live event with Oprah Winfrey that was held mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. Absolutely awesome. And it was at that event that Brene Brown spoke yes. about the importance. Yeah, Brene Brown is just so, so awesome. Love her. Yes. So now yes. you're talking about leadership and guidance. Mm-hmm. But she spoke about the importance of valuing your time and the importance of saying no. And this particular day, again, it hit me like a lightning bolt when she stated this, because I had had a long week myself attending functions, events, and doing all this other stuff. And this was another week that I had been saying to myself, wow, I feel like I have gotten nothing done. Mm -hmm. So it was this particular day that I really began to realize, Adrian, that I was doing a lot of stuff but not necessarily the right stuff. Mm -hmm. For example, I had to come to realize that if I said yes to dinner plans or if I said yes to going on a shopping trip, Mm -hmm. I had to realize that I was saying no to whatever else I could Mm -hmm. be doing that would move me closer to my goal. And it was when that aha moment hit me, I mean, truly, truly hit me that I had to really learn to put that into action in my life. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, it's it's not that we don't want to enjoy life, you know, or we don't want to be there for each other. But Adrian, I think in the midst of it all, you do want to make sure, you know, we want to make sure we're prioritizing our goals, Mm -hmm. not putting other people's plans above our own. Because as women, especially, we have a tendency to do that a lot, you know. So I definitely recommend, if I can make a little recommendation right here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend to the listeners to plan appointments with yourself on your calendar. While when I first heard that, I found that I, I felt like that sounded a little crazy. But that <laughs> is that is I'm I'm a stickler for that now. Mm-hmm. If I want to block my time, whether it's my me time, my gym time, massage yes. time, or whatever, I always put myself on my own schedule. Yes, uh, you know, as, as you were saying, especially as women, we everybody has roles responsibilities, but we have so many roles and responsibilities, and so mm-hmm. many times we get tripped up trying to be superwoman, <laughs> Try, trying mm-hmm. to do most for ourselves and for everybody. That many times we end up shortchanging ourselves, and then a lot we end of up times. getting frustrated, and we get stuck. 
Yes, and then you and you feel like you're getting nowhere, you know, and that that was what she used to frustrate frustrate me the most. Yes. It's the fact that I would look back and it'd be like six months have passed and I'm like, hold up. <laughs> you know, I haven't gotten anything done when it comes to this plan or this goal that I put over here that I was gonna accomplish. What did I do with six months of my time that yeah. I'm not even halfway to my goal? Mercy. Yes. Oof. I tell you, listeners, we, we can park it right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to take off that cake sometimes, we don't we? Take off the cake. Take off the cake. So, so, Sarah, what advice would you share with somebody who is at that place where they're saying, you know what? It's time now, and I, I'm going to go ahead and commit to taking the first step. What, what advice would you give to somebody who's ready to take that first step? For the person that may be ready to take that next step, you said, you thought about, and your dream and your goal may have come to you time and time again too, and you know it's time to bring it to fruition. One of the first things I would say is that once you have determined what's your purpose and what problem you can solve, you want to make sure that you have a clear vision and that you have determined what resources there are, whether it's people, things, finances, to get you to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. And part of assessing your vision and your goal, the mo- one of the most important things I think is you have to get comfortable with not knowing all the answers. Mm. Agents, sometimes we can become our own worst enemy because we want to know all the answers. Mm -hmm. We want to know the beginning. We want to know what's going to happen in the middle. And oh my gosh, we also want to know how it's all going to work out in the end. Yes. So, (laughs) yes. So for starters, there are different levels, right? Agent of goals and dreams. Mm -hmm. So you can't always see the picture is what I would tell the listener. You can't always see the picture. You can't always see what's in the middle, the beginning, the middle, and the end. Yes. For example, if I'm trying to lose 15 pounds, I may be able to have a pretty good visual on what it looks like from the beginning, in the middle, and the end. Mm -hmm. But if my goal is to write a book, start a podcast, start a business, it now becomes more difficult to see the entire picture from the beginning, the middle, and the end. Yes. So this is when I will encourage that person that you're going to have to step outside of your comfort zone and take that next step, although you may not know exactly where it may lead. Mm -hmm. And it may be uncomfortable, but I promise you, the more you're willing to push beyond your limits and take risks, the more you have to gain and the more you're going to experience growth. I love that, that was hard. That, that's a hard one for me sometimes. I have to give myself a reminder of that because I'm very type A. I want to know answers. Right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me up front. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> I have a friend named Kimon Hines and he put a post on Facebook recently and he said, um, are you willing to not be perfect, but still get started. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. said, wow, like that, that right there was what helped get to give me that push, that nudge to get move forward on several goals that I've had recently. And to, to the listener, 
we want to invite you starting today take the first step part of the first step is to as sarah was talking kind of reconcile your world and and figure out what is your passion what is that goal you know sarah said she wanted to have a conference for women that was that was the first that's where it began and then as she moved forward on the journey, she was able to define it even more. But to our listeners, go ahead and and what is that passion? What is that goal? And then sit and decide, how are you going to commit? What does that taking that first step look like? Who do you need to call? What book do you need to read? Or, or what do you just need to get out there and execute? Maybe you need to go ahead and get your journal and write that first sentence towards becoming an author. Or whether you need to go on Facebook and go ahead and create the Facebook page. But take that first step starting today. Zara, this has really been powerful. And I want to thank you so much for the time that you have spent with us. Please share with our listeners, how can they stay in contact with you if they want to find you? When it comes, Asia, to my uh, Women's Destined for Greatness organization, I definitely encourage everyone to go to our Facebook page, which is the official Women's Destined for Greatness. So if you go into your search bar and just type in Women's Destined for Greatness, they'll be able to find us there. And as far as our event page and what's coming up uh, with our upcoming event on August 22nd for our 10th anniversary, they can find us at I'm destined for greatness and that's i'm is an i am destined for greatness.com thank you so much you've heard that listeners definitely keep in contact with sarah coleman women's destined for greatness the conference is coming up you don't want to miss it so once again this is the bonus podcast for our begin anywhere series if you have not heard the previous podcast you've got to go on anchor and spotify forward movement you will find all the podcasts there now you can take an action step today by sharing this podcast you also can keep in touch with forward movement ministries via facebook fmma benton fema benton is the shortcut or you can look for forward movement ministries you will find videos um, podcasts on there as well We want you also to share Forward Movement Ministries Facebook page. So like the post and um, follow the page so that you can keep in contact regularly with how we are being mobilized and moving forward. Taking action is the the most important step towards success. Action increases your confidence and leads to more action. So move, be mobilized. Remember, move forward.